Aloha and good morning, Croc Center family. How are we today? Great. Are we blessed? Amen. It is such an honor to be with you here today, whether it's here in person or if you're tuning in from online. For those who may not know me, I know Major Phil just introduced me, but I'm Captain Mary Ellen Walters, and believe it or not, I'm an island girl. I was born and raised on an island in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean called Newfoundland, Canada. And our island is a little bit different than um, the island we have here. Instead of warm, sandy beaches, we have rocks and icebergs. But it's still really beautiful. Um, my husband and I, as Major Phil said, we are the Divisional Youth Secretaries here in the division. So the big thing that we are gearing up for right now is our summer camp program at Camp Homolani. It's going to be fantastic. So if you know a child who may be interested in attending camp this year, make sure you get them signed up soon. Our space is limited. My husband and I, we have two little girls, Joan, who's almost five. She is five. She's five years old. And Clara, who's almost three. They are the sweetest little things. They're filled with joy. And more than anything, all they want to do is have a constant dance party all the time. A few months ago, we decided to go um, hiking at Waimea Falls with the girls to see the waterfall. You know, COVID has had us cooped up in our house for so long, so we wanted to go somewhere just outside, somewhere big where we could feel safe and just take in all there was to see. We were having a great time. We were videotaping. Um, Jeff was making a little video of the girls. We had a cute little picnic in the grass that the, that the girls so created creatively planned for us and then finally we went down and saw the waterfall and on your way back up from that waterfall there's that really big steep hill you know the one I'm talking about right it's super steep to finally get back up to that main path again we were pulling the kids in the wagon so we were out of breath and we really needed a break by the time we got up to the top so we stopped for a water break and um, once we were all packed up and ready to go I took the wagon and I was pulling it, and instead of it pulling, it got caught in a rock. It got caught in some uneven asphalt, and it toppled over backwards with my girls in it. My two beautiful, precious girls just went tumbling onto the cement. Immediately, I rush over. I see them there. I rush over to make sure they're okay. Claire is crying, so I swoop her up first. And um, she seemed okay, but she was crying. Joan, she seemed all right. Jeff picked her up, but at that point, we were mo more focused on Clara because Clara was crying. Um, but Clara ended up being fine. So then finally, I look back over to Jeff, and instantly he could tell on my face that something was wrong. I look over and see Joan, and there's just blood dripping down the back of her shirt. My heart sank. About a minute later, just to make this situation even more wild, this like monsoon rain starts out of nowhere. It just rains, it rains. So here we are, we're wet, we're scared. My beautiful child is bleeding and needing help. So we quickly try to figure out what to do. I think, okay, let me grab my baby wipes. Oh no, the baby wipes are in the car. Okay, I have an extra shirt in my backpack, so let's grab the shirt and put it up against Joan's head. Because um, at this point, we didn't know how big this cut was on the back of her head. 
an off-duty nurse happens to come by. Praise the Lord for her. A nurse comes by and takes a look at my daughter and said that physically she was fine. She was moving her neck okay. She was able to move her hips and kind of scrunch her back. So um, she said, you know, she should be okay, but you should take a look at her cut. And if it's big enough, you know, get it evaluated by a doctor. Um, so through this dialogue, Joan started to really figure out what was going on, and she fell apart. She kept asking if we were going to have to take her to the hospital. She was helpless, scared, and she really needed us. The connectedness that you feel with your child when your child is hurt is such a supernatural feeling. You can feel their suffering. You can feel their pain. And there's nowhere else you'd rather be. You want to be with, the, with them right there. Your needs are no longer present. Everything is just focused on the child. So the nurse happens to flag down an employee and um, a golf cart came to our rescue. So we loaded us all up with our wagon, our children, um, in the rain, and we're brought back to our van in the parking lot where we decided that we, we really did need to go see a doctor. Later that evening when we were back home and I was finally able to process all that had just happened, I realized that this situation is like a snapshot of what God is like. He feels for us when we're suffering, and he's there for us when we need him the most. Joan, my five-year-old, she was helpless, in pain, and absolutely scared. She needed us, and I was heartbroken. This is what God feels like when we're in pain. He loves and cares for us so, so deeply. In times of trial, God will rescue you. So what, what I would like to do today is share with you three insights that I gained from this incident at Waimea Falls. I learned that God carries us, he transfers us, and he provides for us. So let's dive right into our first takeaway, that God carries us. In the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 46, 3 through 4, it says, Listen to me, you descendants of Jacob, all the remnant of the people of Israel, you whom I have upheld since your birth and have carried since you were born, even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he, and I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. What a beautiful declaration we have here. When I read these promises and really allow the depth of them to sink in, I'm just left so in awe of how amazing God is. God says that he's made us, he carries us, he will sustain us. He says, I will rescue you. In the Old Testament, over and over and over again, we read about the Israelites' helplessness and how they were totally dependent on God. They were in need and suffering. When they were hungry in the wilderness, God even had Moses part the Red Sea for them to escape from Egypt. The Israelites struggled, but God rescued them. He created a way to carry them through those situations. The Israelites needed to be saved from Egypt, and God provided a way. God promises that he will carry us. A few chapters earlier in Isaiah 43, verses 2 to 4, God's promise says that when you walk through the water, I will be with you. 
When you pass through the rivers, they will not flow over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The fire will not destroy you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel who saves you. I have given Egypt as pay for your life and have traded Cush and Seba for you. For you are great worth in my eyes. You are honored and I love you. I will give other men in your place and I will trade other people for your life. Isn't that a great passage? There's some beautiful promises there. I will be with you, he says. He promises that he will carry us and that he will be present. After my daughter's accident, she needed rescuing. And seeing Jeff hold her so close was such a beautiful thing. When I think of God's love for his children, for all of us here in the room, this is what I imagine. When we are hurt, struggling, or going through some chaotic situation in our life, we can rest assured that God will swoop us up. He will carry us, and he will never let go. Praise God. Now that we've talked about that, how God carries us, I want to share with you how God transfers us. In Colossians 1.13, it says, For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves. God doesn't just pick us up and stand there. He's in this journey with you. He walks with you through the valley. When God picks us up, he brings us somewhere. It's not a stagnant relationship or experience. It's an experience where you are on the move. You will be different on the other side because of this transfer, because a transformation occurs. Now the journey may be hard, but it'll be worth it. Think back to the Israelites trying to escape from Egypt. God didn't just simply pick them up and plop them on the other side of the Red Sea, right? He remained with them through that transfer. He literally led them in the form of a pillar of, cl of cloud and fire through the wilderness he was their guide through that transfer. God remained with them for 40 years as they wandered through the desert, even when they were stubborn and sinned against him. God help, helped transfer them from Egypt to the promised land. No matter the circumstance, he was faithful. In your transfer, you will grow closer to him he will show you things along the way as he guides you to your destination. Now, you may ask about the wound. You may ask why it happened, and you may not get the answer right away. But trust God in that journey. We determined that Joan did need to be brought to the hospital to be evaluated. So we had to journey from Waimea Falls all the way to Honolulu to Kapiolani. It's the hospital she's the most familiar with and we knew we had enough time to get her there. Now, the transfer was a little scary. We, we weren't quite sure what was going on. We were soaking wet from the rain. Joan was confused, but we knew that God was with us. Have you ever been able to look back on a storm in your life, and looking back at it now, you can just see so well how God was with you each step of the way? When I was 13 years old, I lost my mom to cancer. 
That was a really difficult time in my life. She knew the Lord, and I knew she was no longer struggling, so that gave me some peace. But I still had a void in my heart from losing her. I don't think anyone expected to fill that gap, but so many women went out of their way to make me feel loved and cared for at that time. And I thank God for each of them. And even today, 20 years later, I still have a close relationship with some of them. Looking back at that whole journey, I think it's just so incredible how God was with them and with me. He was there all along. It's amazing how he set them up at such a perfect time in my life for me to know them. Because he knew I was at a time when I would need a motherly love, a motherly figure to help get me through being a teenager. And even today, they're helping me being a better adult and a better mother as well. God works so beautifully in transferring me through that experience. So I encourage you to do the same, to try to look back at an experience and just look for those beautiful little signs that God was there all along. God's presence with me on, wasn't just a one-time thing on a difficult day. He transferred me from point A to where I am today, and I'm so grateful for that. God is so good, isn't he? God doesn't just help you up. He helps you through. He's with you even now. I don't know what valley or challenging thing you're going through right now, but we can trust in the God who is there through the thick and thin. God will rescue you. And the last thing I'd like to share with you today is how God provides for us. Let's check out what Paul says in Philippians 4, 19 together. It says, And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. I don't know about you guys, but I love reading Paul's words, his encouragement, his words that he leaves for us in his letters. There's all, they're filled with such great memorable tech takeaways that are so applicable to us today. As we flip through all the pages in the Bible, we can see over and over and over again that our God is a God who provides. He performed a miracle so that thousands of people could be fed. He provided clothes for Adam and Eve. Just as Jesus combated Satan's temptation in the desert, God provides us with ways to defeat temptation as well. He provides a way for us to be saved. John 3, 16, right? God sent his only son to pay the penalty for our sin. We are no longer separated due to sin because we are saved through Jesus Christ. In look, looking back on my daughter's incident, I'm able to see all the many ways God provided for us in that chaotic period of time. Out of nowhere, a nurse appeared, and she already had someone sent on her way to rescue us. God provided safe travel from our van to the hospital. You could tell he was present. All of our needs were provided for. Now, of course, some, some hard circumstances may come up along the way that would be wonderful if it didn't happen. For instance, the heavy rain, the moment she, fit and she fell and hit her head and started to bleed. But nonetheless, all of our needs were truly met. It worked out. 
When we arrive at the hospital, we're seen right away, and it was determined that Joan needed some staples in her head. Now, this had the potential to be bad, but God provide us with, with calmness, a calmness that neither Joan or I usually have when, when faced with stressful situations. Joan was scared and worried along the way, but God provided her with calmness that they were able to continue with the procedure that needed to happen. In order for us to know what it means for God to provide for us, we usually need to know what it's like to have a hardship. We grow in the pain and the suffering. It's like a muscle working out. It's torn, it's hurt, but in the end, it's made stronger, right? That's the whole process of a muscle working out. In those hardships, God will rescue you and you will be stronger because of it. He will provide your needs. He will rescue you. I'd like to invite the praise team back up on stage as we enter into our time of reflection and prayer. Psalm 91 verses 14 and 15 are going to appear on the screen here. And it says, Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. And he will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Friends, keep that promise near your heart. God will rescue you. Reach out to God the same way that a child would reach out to their parent when they're in need. We all need to be rescued in some form or fashion, right? We are all, each of us here in this room, needing rescuing in some way. Right now, I'd like, to, I'd like to ask all of you guys just to close your eyes and think about how God is your rescuer. With our eyes closed, is there someone here today that needs rescuing? Do you need to be rescuing? If so, I invite you to raise your hand. We all need rescuing in some form or fashion. Are you struggling from depression, anxiety, have you been hurt by someone? Lonely? Has COVID been really hard on you and you need rescuing from that? That's my testimony. COVID has been hard and I need God to rescue me every day from what we face. Are you needing to be rescued? God will rescue you. Do you believe that today? I know I do. I've seen him rescue me. You can put down your hands. God wants to hold you, to take you from point A to B, and he will provide for you along the way. God is our rescuer. He's, he's rescued me from circumstances and situations that Without him, I know I wouldn't be able to do, it on, to do it on my own. I'm fully confident that God was there. And I know he can be present in your life as well in that same way. He can rescue you today if you cry out to him. 
surrender whatever it is that's on your heart over to him. Give them to him. Lay them in his hands. And he will rescue you. Please pray with me. Oh, Father, we love you so much. Father, you are so good to us. May we turn our eyes to you today, Lord. May we turn our eyes to you as our rescuer. God, I'm just so grateful for each person here in this room, Lord. You know their stories. You know their hearts. You know what's going on in their minds. You know the areas that they need to be rescued from, Lord, the areas that I need to be rescued from, God. So right now, I just pray that, that our hands are open to you, Lord, that we will turn to you, that we will reach out to you the same way that a child who is hurt would reach out to their parents, Lord. God, thank you so much for, for rescuing us, Lord. That all the testimonies we hear of your beautiful transformation, the power of your transformation in each person's life, Lord. Just thank you for all the victories you've done and all the victories that we know you will continue to do. We believe that. We believe in those victories, Lord. And right now, with our arms reached out to you, Lord, we're saying, yes, Jesus, rescue me. Rescue me, God. Rescue me, God. We need you. Be with us today. May we know that you are near each step of the way, Lord. Amen.